Awesome. So, who knows what our theme is for this term? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, and it will come up on the screen in just five, four, three, two, boom. What does that say? What do you mean, Bible? So, guess what we are going to be talking about today? The Holy Spirit. I just pranked you. We're going to be talking about the Bible. That's right. So, who remembers what our first couple of um, parts to our series have been so far this term? Everyone's forgotten. Anyone remember? Oh, I hear Erica. I hear Erica. Tell us what it is, Erica. Holy Spirit. And what was our first week? Salvation. Salvation. I heard that them say it. I heard Elijah say that. Woohoo. So today we are going to be talking about the Bible. The Bible. So I have a question for you. Who knows what who knows what this is? Cha-ching, it is a di- ah, I just pranked you. Who knows? Tell me. Yes, I hear those answers. It is a Bible. That is great. Who has a Bible at home? One, two, 20. Great. I see those hands. That's great. Let's go. So everyone has a Bible. That's absolutely phenomenal. So what is cool about this? I'll tell you. <laughs> so it has a cover. That's, that's right. It has pages, as you can see. It has lots and lots of words in it. If you couldn't see, it has lots and lots and lots of letters and words in it. I can read that fast. No, I just pranked. Um, so it, that's right. It does look like a regular book. I heard that. I heard that. It does look like a regular book. But let me tell you, it's actually not. So let's begin today with what is the Bible? So I've Googled a couple of definitions and the dictionary tells me this. It says, the Bible is the collection of sacred writings of the Christian religion comprising of the Old and New Testament. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Then the Bible Project told me that the Bible is one of the most influential books in the history of humanity. That is actually very true. I've actually never heard of a more popular book than the Bible, if you ask me. The Bible is actually a library. Did you know that? It's actually a library. It's not a room that you go into and there's a million books, but there is a stack of books in, within these covers, within these two little binded pieces of leather. That is, that is awesome. So it's a library. It's a collection of lots of books. It's a compilation of history recorded by many different people telling us of one unified story. The contents of the Bible can be called scripture. And we believe that scripture is the inspired word of God. So you might hear people refer to the Bible as scripture. They might call it the Bible. They might call it the word. They might call it the word of God. There's, there's lists and lists and lists of names. And all of these names are correct despite the differences in what they're called. The essence is still the same and it always will remain the same. It's not just some old history book that you leave on the bookshelf and it's kind of pretty and it has a cool cover. It, the, it, it actually can, but we believe that the Bible is alive and powerful and can still speak to us today. So that's a boom, that's a point, and I'm done. I just pranked you. Um, It says this in 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture, so everything within this book, every single word in this book is inspired by God. And it is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong with our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. 
And that, you can see the scripture up there. That is just, that is just pure smoke. Like that is smoky fire. That is just a boom point. Like that's actually telling me that what I'm reading is true. It can correct me. It can teach me what's, what I need to do in my life. It can teach me what I'm doing wrong in my life. The Bible is actually God's personalized letter to you. It's a letter to me. It's a letter to you. It's a letter to us. And the awesome thing about the Bible is it's just such an easy way for us to get to know God. The more we understand, the more we study, the more we read our Bible, the more we learn about more about who God is. We discover the truth of his character, his nature, his love, his favor, and so much more. The Bible shows us and reminds us of the incredible things that God has done and it encourages us with what he will continue to do in the future. And the beautiful thing is that we get to grow our relationship with God when we spend time in his presence, when we spend time in prayer, and when, when, when we spend time reading our Bible. And let me tell you, God wants to have a relationship with you. Elijah, he wants to speak to you personally. Desmond, he wants you to read and study the Bible. He wants to speak to you. Because when we let the Bible speak to us, we allow God to speak, guide, and encourage us every step of the way. The Bible inspired and continues to inspire many people to do amazing things that challenge the world. But the Bible can also be kind of confusing. Does anyone agree with that? Sometimes it can be a little bit like, what, what, am, what on earth am I reading? Sometimes people just don't understand and then they just close their Bible. I don't got an example right in front of me right now, but that's okay. Chat to me later and I'll get no. <laughs> but people, so many people, if you just went up to someone and said, tell me about this book, they would not be able to tell you probably a single thing about it, right? They would not be able to tell you anything. But if you came up to us and you asked us, what is, this what is this book? We can tell you it is a Bible. And we actually have the understanding that the Bible is alive and can still speak to us today. We get encouraged every single time we flip open these pages and begin to study Scripture. The Bible is full of truth, wisdom, advice, lessons, and principles for us to live an effective, meaningful, and purposeful life. The, the Bible helps us to answer the big questions we have about life, like why am I on earth? What is my purpose? The great thing is all we need to do is open up the word and spend time with God, and that's when he begins to speak to us and helps us to answer and articulate those hard questions that we desire to be answered. We believe the Bible is living and alive. And it actually says that in Scripture too. It says in Hebrews 4 verse 12, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the, sharp, than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It expo this is the part that I just find a boom point. It says, It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. The Bible wants to dissect you in, a, in a such a good way. He, he, the Bible wants to cut you apart and say, that's old. You don't need that anymore. Replace it with what is in this book. So we believe the Bible is, for one, powerful. The Bible is alive. The Bible exposes and challenges our morals, beliefs, thoughts, and desires. The Bible brings encouragement, and the Bible transforms our life and the world around us. When we un this is a, another awesome point that God just boomed into my heart. I just love the word boom because it's such a powerful word too, just boom. It just reminds me, when I read my Bible, it doesn't just change my life. It changes others' lives around me as well. 
The Bible isn't just for me. It's not just for Pastor Josh or Chloe or anyone else. It's actually for you as well. And the awesome thing is when we realize the effects of change from reading and being in the Word aren't only for us, they overflow into the lives of others, teaching us how to love more, teaching us how to forgive better, how to be more generous, how to be wise, how to encourage, and how to be effective in our lives. It teaches us how to point people to Jesus, how to lead people into salvation, and how people can see a relationship with God. No matter what you're experiencing in your life right now, despite what you've walked through before, God still wants to speak to you. He wants to meet you right where you're at. He wants to encourage you with what's in his word every single step of the way. And that's just encouraging because the Bible always speaks to me. And I know every single time it's my quiet time with God. Every single time I sit down and say, God, this is for you. He always speaks. I don't think there's ever been a day when I haven't opened the Bible and I haven't found encouragement or I haven't found a truth that I can apply to my life or I haven't found something that can help me with what I'm going to go through tomorrow. The Bible always speaks. And let me tell you, there's chapters, there's verses of Scripture that come from the Word that can speak to you directly about your situation. Like we said before, the Word of God is alive and it's powerful. It's not just some ordinary book, it is alive. And you can read the Bible over and over and over and over and over again. You can read it a hundred times or even a million times if you want to. And the thing is, it still teaches you new things every day. It's like, this just came to my mind, it's like you can't, they, there's a quote that says, you can't teach old dog new tricks. But with the, with the Bible, you actually can. You can teach this old little, old young girl or whoever you are, The Bible can teach you new things about how you look at life. It can teach you new things, new perspectives, new just gems of wisdom, new things to just keep you on fire. The Bible wants to speak to you today. And I just thought this was just a funny point. I researched if there was a world record of how many times one person has read the Bible in their lifetime. I don't actually know how true this is, but it says there was a man from North Dakota in America who read the Bible 95 times in his life. Can I just say... One thing, I don't know if I believe that because maybe it take because it, it, it took me, it would take me one whole year to read the Bible in my Bible plan. That means he, he either died at 95 or he learned to start to read at five years old. But that just, sorry, that just blew my mind. That, that makes me confused. Unless he read it on two times speed. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, but the thing is, I'm sure he wouldn't have just read the Bible for the sake of saying, I'm going to get a new world record 95 times. Oh, I'm so awesome. I'll get a medal. No, I'm pretty sure he would have read the Bible because he knew that God always wanted to speak to him because God would always reveal a new thing to him because he would always find wisdom and guidance in the word of God. So every time you position yourself to hear from God, every time you allow yourself time to be in the word and to be in the presence of God, he will always reveal something new to you. He will always highlight something new and he will always encourage you every single time. You don't have to read the Bible a hundred times in your lifetime, but it's important for you individually to make a time with God every single day your priority. Reading the Bible, spending time studying, asking your leaders questions, asking God in prayer for answers, just talking to God, being in his presence so you can allow him to speak to you. And it's always a good idea to 
pray before you read the Bible. So coming to God, ask him to reveal a new way of thinking. Ask him to encourage you with scripture. Highlight attitudes that you need to work on. Believe that through the word, we will know and understand God more and more. And we'll understand his character and his nature every single time as well. And reading the Bible a hundred times is a cool world record, but don't just do it to store up knowledge. You need to desire to read and understand the word. You need to desire to open up the word and let your life be transformed so that we can be effective every single step of the way in our journey with God so that you can walk effectively in your life and so that you can live out what God is calling you to do. So let's just not desire knowledge, but let's desire wisdom. Let's desire understanding and let's let's desire the life transformation through the word of God. And it's just beautiful. The Bible is full of so many beautiful things, beautiful poems, awesome stories, incredible metaphors that leverage us to explore the biggest questions we have about our life, life, death, and human struggle that we all experience. The Bible can teach you so much. And all the way through the Bible, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, it's the story recorded on how God is working through people to bring order transformation and beauty in our world that's so full of chaos and I'll just I'm going to just go a few a a couple of brief um, things that I've just been researching Um, so you might have heard about the gospels does anyone know what the gospels are I see 20 nodding heads that's awesome can someone tell me (laughs) I see 50 can someone tell me the (laughs) the books that um, make up the Gospels that we read. Oh, I heard, I heard Matthew. Oh, Matthew, Luke, John, Mark. Whoa, cha-ching, cha-ching. That's awesome. So, um, <laughs> so we can be encouraged today. So when you don't know how to start, that is an awesome place to start because you get to journey through looking at Jesus as your example. And I found a couple of key points in the Gospels. So the book of Matthew teaches us that Jesus is the promised Messiah. In the book of Mark, we learn that Jesus is a great servant preacher who announces the good news of God's reign. Luke, God has revealed himself in Jesus and has changed the world. And John, Jesus is the eternal son of God who gives eternal life to all who believe. In the book of Acts, we're taught about how God has given us, the church, the Holy Spirit, to continue the mission of Jesus on earth. Every single book of the Bible, we learn about God's great love for people. We learn about his love for his church, which is you and me. And God uses his Bible to inspire us and teach us and to lead us. And I just get so encouraged in um, the continuation of letters that are written to churches um, in the New Testament. And we learn about things like, in, you've maybe heard the book of Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Thessalonians. And that's Paul writing to churches and addressing issues, addressing problems and saying, you need to fix this. You need to have a solution for this. Let me help you provide a solution. And that helps us today to be effective as the church, to be effective as believers, to be effective as Christians. And I love that the Old Testament just talks to us as well as the New Testament. We learn about God's nature. We learn about his character, about his love, about his his love for humanity, his heart is for the neglected, his eye is for the lost, and his love for his children is just 
that's us. He loves us so, so much. It's a love letter to us. I just, I just love that. It's beautiful. Um, Jesus' short time on earth, he carried the same things too. His loving, kind nature, his humble yet strong spirit and forgiving and freeing people of so, so much. When we love God, we love his word too. When we love God, we love everything. We love Jesus. We love the Holy Spirit and we love God. I'm just going to skip a little bit far down because I feel like I'm just talking a lot. Hey, Chloe, can you get my whiteboard for me? (laughs) So before, I'm going to teach you right now a really easy way to study the Bible. So my assistant, Pastor Chloe, in the future is going to bring out my whiteboard. (laughs) Boom, look at that. Can anyone read that? (laughs) Awesome. So this is one real... Pause, pause. Yeah, when you shower, you use soap. So there are many different methods of studying the Bible, but today we're going to talk about one in particular. That Does anyone remember our, um, our release nights from last year? Who was here at a release night last year? I see 20 hundred hands. That's great. That is great. I believe for that. Um, so who remembers what our, our acronym is? Or who remembers our study style that we used last year? There was a hint on the board, if you didn't know. Yell it out to me. Soap. That is correct. If you're listening on the podcast, it's soap. It's soap. So who knows what the S stands for? Scripture. Check. What about the O? Observation. Yeah, Elijah is on fire. What about A? Application. And what is P? Prayer. Woohoo. So firstly... This is how you can study the Bible. You will get a verse or a section of the Bible and write it down on your piece of paper or on your phone or in your journal or if you even have a whiteboard at home, you can even write it on there, I guess. So you're going to find your scripture. Number two, observation. You're going to write down what you see, what your thoughts are about the passage or the line or the um, chapter or Anything, anything that you've, um, that you've just read, you're going to write down your thoughts on it. You're going to ask yourself questions like, what is the writer trying to say to me? What is the context of this situation? What stands out to me and why does it stand out? Then thirdly, you're going to apply it to your life. Write down some ways that scripture can apply to your life, to your own current situation. And how is it speaking to you? What is God trying to reveal to you? The last point is prayer. So finish by writing down some prayer points. So you can, either, you can write it about the scripture like, God, um, I don't really understand what you mean by between joint and marrow. That's just an example that I'm reading. That's on the screen. You can ask God, what do you mean by that, God? I don't really understand. So that, you could be praying over that or something. Or you, and you can also just think of some points in your life like, I, I'm just feeling a bit sad at school, God. Like, just give me um, some friends. or You, you know, you just um, pray over what you've just read you can and ask God how to apply it into your life. So also, you can also do pea soap. If you want to do, you can do pea soap because you sometimes want to pray at the start before you read your Bible. So you want to say, God, speak to me today. That's the first pea ticked off and then you go through soap again. So that's just an additional point for, for that one. So I did actually prepare earlier an example of this boom so hopefully you can read yeah you don't so tonight you have a free no just kidding you don't have a free pass so I just did a little example of um this is this is a way you could um 
do your soap method. So I did S, I did in Acts 1 verse 8 and I didn't do the whole one because it was taking my arm too long and it was kind of hurting. But it says this. So S is Acts 1 8. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. So I've already done my S, now I'm onto the O. And I said, the Holy Spirit is the source of power. I'm observing that. It says that the Holy Spirit is my source of power. It says, and you would tell people about me everywhere. So I said, to spread the message and to see people saved. That's a simple word, a simple way. Then the A factor I wrote, um, so apply. I need to remember and apply to my life that the Holy Spirit is always powerful. It's always more powerful than my situation. It's always more powerful than my fear. So I need to be a witness. And that's, saying, that's telling people about Jesus. That's telling people about the goodness of God. That's um, bringing people into church. That's maybe riding on a bicycle, putting them on the back and getting them here. So I need to tell people about Jesus. Um, and I need to talk about my faith even when I'm a little bit scared. Even if I get a bit nervous at school that my friends aren't going to like me anymore because I'm a Christian. I need to be brave and talk about it because it says the Holy Spirit is more powerful than my fear. My last point, I mean, my prayer point is that I, I, I would pray, Holy Spirit, give me the confidence and the boldness and the power to tell people about you. And so that's just one example of how you can, um, yeah, the salt bay or something. <laughs> it's, up, it's up to you. Um, so there are lots of different ways to do your devotion or to learn how to spend time with God. So there's awesome resources all, all over the place. There's, I, I should have grabbed an example, but I don't know if you've seen those little magazines that we have on the sign-out desk. They're called Vision 180 magazines. And those magazines provide you with a whole year worth of devotions. It's only in three-month increments, but overall, it's a whole year worth of devotions. And it can give you encouragement it can give you challenges that 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 can help you reflect on scriptures and that helps you dive deeper into the word of God so you can use that as your method but you can also use soap as that as well so you can be encouraged by the devotion and then dive deeper in one or two or even all the scriptures you can use your soap method um you could even use a bible app plan so I'm not sure if anyone has you version that's a really good um app to join like a bible bible study um but there's so many awesome devotions prepared for you. Maybe you're um, needing some healing or love or hope or freedom in your life. There's specific encouraging devotions to help you in those times. Or maybe you need to work on being less angry or less anxious. Or maybe you're jealous or prideful or, or, or anything. There's so many specific plans for you to unleash those things in your life and to say, that doesn't belong to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're not an old dog. God can still change you. <laughs> so, but all of these tools and resources help you individually to establish a healthy and strong devotional life so that you can understand what God is speaking to you and allow yourself to be effective in the call that God has for your life. Despite the method that you use to study, it's important that you actually do take the time to study the Bible. It's important that we give God time to speak as well, for him to reveal to us new ways of thinking and new concepts, and then for us to actually follow through and actively live those things out as well. So I'm just going to, I'm almost finished, guys. You've been awesome tonight. I've, I've just got one more point, and I, I, 
Oh, I could, I could talk for the next four days, to be honest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so my last point tonight is, but why should I read the Bible? And I've come up with just four examples, but there's a trillion million out there. And these are the reasons I found. So example one is because you grow. So you grow in your walk with God. You strengthen your relationship with him. You get to know God personally for yourself. When you have relationship with God, you actually desire to hear from him. I just thought of this too. It's like when you have your best friend and they live in like a different town or something. You don't just sit down and be like, I really want to like talk to them. You actually do something about it, right? You actually send them that message or you actually give them a call and say, hey, I hope you're going well. Like, let's catch up soon. Or, hey, when are you coming to Portland Connects? Or you actually say, I'll make the first move. I'm going to talk first. And that's the same with God. You desire to hear from him and he desires to hear from you as well. So my thing is this too. You grow when you open your Bible. And some days I do feel discouraged and I feel like, oh, I'm just so sad. I'm just so just deflated. I just think, oh, I don't even know what I'm doing in my life. But then I open up my word and God just reveals himself to me. God just speaks to me and it completely shifts my attitude. My thoughts are changed and I'm a much better version of Claire. I'm just like, I was, I was a zero and then I got to a 10 because I say, God, I want you to speak to me. I desire your voice to change something in my life. My second point is understanding and discernment grow. So you can understand things. You, you, okay. So you can understand when things are true and you can understand when things are lies. The more you read your Bible, the more you realize it's full of wisdom and God wants you to be wise. He teaches you that's wrong and that's right. So do that and don't do that. And it, it's so much easier when you understand the difference between the truth and the lies that are spoken into your life. So the more you get into the word, the more quickly you can be like, that's a lie. I'm not going to do that. That's a lie. I'm going to reject that. But then if you say, I hear that truth, I'm going to step into that. I hear that. I believe that in my life. I'm going to step into that right now because I don't have time to waste. But the longer you just sit there and be like, oh, that actually that does sound kind of true actually or mm, oh I don't know but you read your bible and God will speak truth straight into your life so when life's tough go to the word when life's hard spend time with God he wants to help you navigate through life my third point is you get revelation and you get convictions when you spend time in the word. You have a deeper and greater understanding of what the Bible actually says. You will learn to understand what it's saying and what it's speaking to you. And I love that God speaks through revelation. He speaks things like it's meant for me, like it's meant to go in my ears and straight to my heart. It's meant for me. And my convictions grow when I read the Bible. I understand things. I, I, things make sense. It's like a puzzle pieces that go together. It just makes sense when I read my Bible. And my fourth and final point tonight is that when we read the Bible, we are blessed we are blessed. It says in Luke 11 verse 28, Jesus replied, but even more blessed are those who hear the word of God and put it into action. So I want to encourage you tonight. Let's be a generation of young people. Let's be a youth of young people who desire to hear the word of God, who desire to spend time in the word of God, because Jesus said, we're blessed when we hear the word and put it into action. So let's live our lives the way the Bible speaks us to. So 
before we invite the band up, I'm just going to pray us out and then we're going to sing Undefeated. Okay, so oh, Desmond wants the microphone. <laughs> so I'm just going to pray for us. So I just encourage you just to close your eyes and just let God speak to you right now. So God, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. We thank you for encouraging us to um, desire to be in relationship with you more. We thank you, God, that you want to guide us every single step of the way and that you desire to speak to us just as much as we desire to hear from you, Lord. So we just thank you for your word that um, we believe is alive and powerful and living. And so um, we just thank you that Um, we can be encouraged and equipped tonight. And Lord, we just pray even this week that things can change in our life when we read the Bible. So we just prepare ourselves to be ready to take sacrifices like not going on our phone or playing our games for too long. But we want to sit down and allow you the time to speak to us tonight, Lord. So we just thank you for what you're doing. And we say in the name of Jesus, amen. Boom. 